This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have a lot of problems. Uh, some of it is because my dad wasn't much of a mentor type, you know? You know who was my mentor because my dad just was absent? Uh, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky was my mentor, and he had some—he had some good advice, you know. Like uh, Rocky won, he had the, you know, I don't, I don't really think I can win, you know. But all I really want to do is go to distance, you know. I mean, that bell rings, I'm still standing. I'm gonna know I'm not just another bump in the neighborhood, you know. It's a good message, right? But one thing you never learned in a Rocky movie was how to box. <laughs> That guy didn't block a punch for six movies. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Miggs. I'm here with my good friend, Top Shelf. Yeah! The mighty Reverend in Fuego. Hello! And everybody's favorite, Mono Nick, is parking. <laughs> He'll be here any minute. Oh, man. So this week, it's going to be a short one. I got another meeting to go to. This isn't going to be a super fun one. So, Boom, so, meetings. Yeah, so, you know, it's about a half hour or so long, but we'll make the best of it. Uh, I got to tell you, though, uh, last week I thought this was going to be a very dark podcast. I was just going through some dark stuff that we will talk about uh, that some of you are aware of. Uh, but some crazy things have happened that have turned my perspective on a lot of things around. Wow. And uh, I owe it all to a seven-year-old kid. But we'll get to that in a second. Here's the jam of the week. Mother Love Bone. Hold your head up. So this song's not on any of their records. Uh, for some of you, maybe when you had that Mookie Blaylock cassette, like I did when I was a kid, wow. that had the early <laughs> demos of Pearl Jam songs, yeah. this was on, and I was like, wow, Eddie's voice does not sound right. <laughs> no idea that it was Andrew Wood at the time. Oh, cool. And more recently, for you Mother Love Bone fans, remember Record Store Day last year, they released a record of one song, and it was this song. A little bit cleaner than this one. I didn't have time to get that version. I have it on vinyl, but things have just been so crazy. I, didn't, I couldn't transfer it to a, a digital file, so I just grabbed a YouTube clip, which is why the quality is a little shaky. 
but I just felt like this is the perfect song for today uh, for the podcast because I think that's the theme, man. Just trying to find ways to keep your head up throughout all the crap, throughout all the sometimes the misery and sometimes just some really devastating news that will come into your world. And it's like mm-hmm. you got to look for something, someone, whether it be internally, whether it be within your friends, your family, but you got to find something to help pick up your spirits uh, because, well, just to get right to it, one of the fine listeners of our podcast took his life, yeah. killed himself. Uh, and the part that's devastating is that we were one of the last people that he reached out to before he did it. And that's, man, I went to a real dark place last week. My wife, thank God for her and thank God for guys like D. Ted Smith that really helped me keep my head on straight because when I first found out the news was on this podcast last week. Yeah. We got a weird voicemail. I didn't check all the voicemails. We just played it. Toppy, you weren't here for that. We had to put a big bleep in there. And people were like, well, what was that bleep? Yeah. It was, uh, well, kid's name's Ryan Healy. I think it's Ryan, the 18-year-old Ryan. The, I'm not sure, but he's 23 yeah. years old. And I think the math is right. And if it's not, then I'm sure that Ryan will chime in. But we've had a few Ryans be a part of our podcast over the years. It's definitely someone who's texted and called. The mom called us because she saw our, our number on his phone record when he went missing. Um, and so she saw that he texted us right before he disappeared. And I won't read his text. Uh, n- trust me, you don't want to hear it. It'll, it'll put you in a bad place. Uh, but the voicemail was very frantic. It was like, hey, I don't know where my kid is. Can whoever this is, whose number this is, reach out to me? And... Uh, and call me back. So I called her after the podcast, and she answered the phone. And I said, "Hey, I'm that number from a podcast radio station. Uh, you called inquiring about your kid, and it was the quickest call. And it was just—I mean, just to even wrap my head around her having to say that to some complete stranger is just devastating." But she said, "She's like, I'm like, sorry, I can't talk. I think they found his body." And Jeez. then I go online because you know I'm like. Everything you can find out on the internet these days, right? And uh, there's a news report from uh, Skagit County. It said, with extreme heavy heart, I report the remains of Ryan Healy have been found near Chuckanut Drive. Uh, and uh, he took his life. And from the text that we received, and some texters even mentioned, or some uh, Titanic douches mentioned on the Facebook page that they believe that it was him that left a voicemail a little while ago saying he was going through some tough times. Uh, the, the text message is just... Man, like I, I just tackled and and I mean full. T- I mean honestly, just I don't know. I wish I would have seen the text sooner. Like I don't check these things until the day of the podcast. I wish. That's all I felt about last week. Yeah. After we heard the voicemail, man, it was just like damn. I just yeah, and that voicemail was two days old. The text was I think three or four days old. Man, maybe even sucks. a little bit longer than that, about almost a week old. And it was, you know, you read it and it's like we all go through stuff, man. And sometimes we just share it with people, hoping that they'll say something back and. uh if I would have read this and never knew the outcome, I would have never guessed that it was a guy teetering on the edge. But reading it after the fact, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy reached out to us. I don't know what could have been done. Like Ted, who helped get my head on straight because I was losing my mind last Tuesday. Yeah, it weighed Bad. on me. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. And uh, he's like, look, man, even if you got it in time, it might have been too late. Mm-hmm. Not and, and not that we're superheroes. You know, I mean. Yeah. Um. But it's sad. He felt like reaching out to us, like yeah. you know, like that's that was big. That's heavy. Yeah, it's it's really heavy, man. And I I, I mean I, I I broke down that whole day. Uh, 
I kept it together when my wife came home. The next day, I sent her the the, the Facebook post I saw from Skagit News that said what happened, and I broke down. Uh, and she's you know she she point blank said, "Do you feel like you could have done something?" And my my answer, and not that I think I can help change anything, but my answer was one hundred percent yes. I felt like yeah, I could have maybe. I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know. What could have happened? Uh, and that's something that weighed on me really heavy, man. Like, uh, and, and, and just, I know that everyone's got their things and everyone's got their problems in life. And, and I know a lot of people stepped up and said, hey, if you got somebody you can talk to, I'll be that person, whatever it may be. And obviously, we would be more than happy to be that. All of us, I think, I could speak for. Um, but it's, uh, I just wish people would realize the hurt that they put on their family when they do something like that. It's like, I get you want to get out of this world. You want to get out of this pain. But, man, you've just created a whole new pain for so many people that care about you. And uh, and so that was uh, something that was really bugging me uh, throughout, like, several days. And so then uh, to turn it around, because I don't want this to be into, like, a, a complete bummer thing. I think that that's not fair to everybody that's listening. And I, I think we've all kind of had our emotions about this, but it's been a pretty heavy thing. Uh, I get a message from my friend Angel, and she's like, hey, I have a friend whose family – has a kid and their kids in the final stages of cancer, like struggling, battling. Could you FaceTime him and just show him, show him the radio station, give him a tour. And I'm like, Whoa, this is heavy. I don't know him. I don't know how he's going to, how's a seven year old going to react to a dude calling. Hey man, I want to show you my radio station. Is he a listener? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm like, well, maybe the parents are, I don't know. She's reached out to different Seahawks, different sounders, and they've all FaceTimed this kid. Uh, His name's Shay, Shay Evans. And he's at children's hospital. And so I did it. And I'll be honest, like, I was not looking forward to doing it. Not because I'm a heartless bastard, uh, but because there's a lot going on, man. Yeah, dude. And dealing with all my family, like my wife's stuff, where her grandma, great grandma died, Mm -hmm. her grandpa died. Then a week later, a listener of our podcast kills himself. And now it's like, I don't know if I I have it in me, man. Uh, But I did it because it's like, that's the right thing to do. No different than I had to call that mom. It's Mm -hmm. the right thing to do. Um, So. Man, the minute I call him, I show him that Spider-Man light up head in our studio that whenever you turn on our microphones, this Spider-Man head lights up. I'm like, this kid, like, they told me ahead of time he's a big fan of superheroes. Nice. So I'm like, I don't have any superhero stuff. I'm like, can I go hurry and get a Batman costume? I'll call him as Batman. <laughs> hey, kid. Cape. It's Batman. <laughs> Will you be my Robin? <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. I'm not a good communicator with children. I don't Sounds know. Sounds kind of like Russell Wilson. Yeah. This is Russell Wilson. That's a big difference. <laughs> this, is, this is Batman, as you can tell. Oh, yes, total difference. Huge difference. Huge. Russell, Batman. <laughs> Guys, it's just completely. You need to get your ears checked, Nick. Come on, My Nick. bad. Gosh. Sorry. So I call him. Uh, Nick, I, you got involved in the voice call. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so I showed that Spider-Man thing, and it was like instantly. That kid is my friend. Yeah. Like, his eyes lit up. He's He's on his bed. And he's kicking his feet in the air like, that is so awesome. Like, just the <laughs> personality of this kid within seconds made me feel amazing. Vicky was there for most of it with me. We showed him Ryan. We showed him. And, and he was laughing because I'm like, hey, man, we got the sh- same hairstyle because he was bald. He is bald. Uh, showed him Ryan. I'm like, yeah, he's got some weird facial hair. And, he, and I zoomed in on Ryan's face. And oh, he's no. laughing. <laughs> Dave shows up. And he's laughing. I'm like, doesn't he look like Santa Claus? And the kid starts laughing. And then Dave's like, yeah, isn't that weird? A Jew is Santa Claus. And I'm like, he doesn't Thanks, get the Dave. Jew jokes, Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> showed him all around. Showed him the view, man. And so, and the one thing I showed him that really got him going 
was our Ted action, our, our Ted giant stuffed Ted bear. Oh yeah, the, the promotional movie. one that they sent us. So like, and his dad never popped up on the video or his mom, but they were there. You could hear them laughing in the background and kind of like every time I ask a question, sometimes Shay wouldn't hear it. So they're like, hey, he asked you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I show him the Ted doll and he's like, I want that. That is the coolest thing ever. And he's like, and then he goes, I want to see the movie. And the dad's like, you're not going to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going nuts about it. And then he goes, hey, look at this. I've got, like, he had a bunch of, like, silver coins, dollar coins. And he's like, I got 26 of them and four single dollar bills. I'll give you $30 for that Ted doll. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't have the Ted doll. So this call goes for, like, 40 minutes. Again, again I thought it was going to be, like, something like maybe 15, yeah. 10 minutes. I couldn't have been more happier after that call, but then like you hang up the phone, you just don't know what his future holds, and then I just, I mean, I, I almost collapsed in the room. Like I was just like just drained, and yeah. I'm crying yeah. again, and it's like, oh man, this is just so much. And then I was like, I was like, I just want to see the kid though, like, and I want to bring him that bear, but I, I'm not going to just show up with this bear. So I text the dad and say, hey, would it be cool? And he's like, absolutely. And then I realized I was going to go right after the show, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, that bear has a voice box in it because when you squeeze its hand, yeah. first thing it says is like, hey, you bastards, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I can't bring this this kid this bear. It's got foul <laughs> language. Yeah. It says like bitch and bastards. Like, oh, Steve's going to have to perform some surgery on the bear. So I go home. I text my wife because we're going to have our, my birthday dinner on Friday night, and that's when all this happened. I, I text my wife, and I'm like, hey, would it be cool if before we go get some food because we're going to DTF, Din Tai Fung. Oh, Ooh. nice. In the U Village. I'm like, since Children's Hospital is like a mile away from there, I was like, would it be cool if we swing by there? I met this kid, completely fell in love with him immediately. He's just the coolest kid in the world. Would it be cool if we just swing by just for a few minutes? And my wife's like, of course, no problem. So I go home, take a knife, and I just stab Ted's head and open Jeez. a hole in it and rip the voice box out. <laughs> but, and then I spend like the next half hour carefully sewing the head back up. Can't you, even tell. You sew it? Dude, I'm a goalie, man. I rip a lot of gear. Oh, okay. Rock on. Oh, sweet. Okay. I like to say that's the reason. I was a kid, and I like to make wrestling outfits for my action figures. (laughs) Even better answer. Yes. (laughs) Sew it up. Wife gets home. We make the trek. Deal with some traffic. I'm like, hey, we're running a little bit late, but we'll be there as soon as we can. And the guy's like, no problem, no problem. We get to the hospital. I've never been to Children's Hospital before. It is an amazing place. Really? Like, just the energy there, the people who work there. The overall decor of this place is very lively and fun. Like, they really did make it somewhere where, where, as a kid, if you're stuck at that hospital and it's not fun no matter what, but at least you're in a cool environment. That's nice. That's awesome. We get up to that floor. Now, the dad never told Shay that I was coming with the bear. So we get up there and... Just perfect timing. We walk up to the floor that he's on, and they're, like, wheeling him around in his wheelchair because he was tired, uh, but he wanted to get out of the room. Mm -hmm. He sees this bear and just jumps out of the chair. All of a sudden, the energy level just went through the roof. Sweet. And the first thing he asked me, goes, does this bear say any bad words? (laughs) I'm like... No. In <laughs> fact, this bear had surgery. <laughs> Parents were very appreciative of that. Yeah, they're very yeah, cool, right. very <laughs> religious family. So I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to bring you a bad bear. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, what was I thought going to be maybe a quick visit to drop it off three hours or so later. Whoa. He's giving us full movie reviews of all these crazy things. And, and my like, wow. I don't know how to explain it, but this kid came into my life at the right time. Like, he made me feel good. Like, he brought me out of a really dark place. And I, his parents, 
I, I was never going to talk about this. It's not like I'm talking about this for the sake of, hey, look at me doing things. Like I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. like Russell Wilson. Like He's got the corner on the children's hospital market. I understand. <laughs> hey, Steve, get out of my hood, man. This is uh, my territory. Uh, you need to find your own thing to do. Jerk. Jerk. Uh, but the dad went on Facebook and posted on KSW's Facebook. So I go to dinner. We go get some Din Tai Fung. Nice. Get some Molly Moon's ice cream. Oh. On our way home, we get home. My wife goes, hey, look what uh, Ian posted. Isn't this sweet? And then Taryn must have reposted it on because she he tagged KSW. I had no idea until I got home. And I, I walk into like a page that's got like a thousand likes, all this stuff. And he wrote, uh, Steve Miggs of Rock 99.9 FM and his wife came to visit Shay tonight. Earlier today when he got a backstage FaceTime chat with him seeing the whole studio. While getting the FaceTime tour, he saw the Ted Bear and wanted so bad to have the bear. So Steve, being the awesome guy that he is, yes, I agree you are with that. Awesome, sir. <laughs> he surprised him and brought it tonight. No worries. Steve did surgery on the bear, took out the voice part because I'm sure family. Yeah, Dude, right. Some idiot, and I call him an idiot because it's like not, no good deed goes without being questioned. Mm-hmm. Some guy on KSW's page is like, I just got to throw it out there. Why is a kid watching a movie that's foul mouth? Blah blah blah. And I just, I'm like, I wrote him back. Watching it, you jack. I go, A, he hasn't seen the movie. B, this doll to him is just a teddy bear. The voice box has been removed. No need to overanalyze it. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, bro, we don't know how much more time on this planet this kid has. Are you really worried about what he's watching? It's like, come on, man. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say good job. You don't have to, I'm not looking for that. But you don't have to poo-poo his parents. Yeah, totally. Like, that's just, oh, man, I just wanted to go off on the guy, but I took the high road, boys. Uh, Congratulations, because I probably wouldn't have. Even that says, hey, don't worry. We will never let him watch the movie. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I hear it's pretty bad. And, of course, that is the bear that he begged to have. Steve and his wife are awesome, and uh, our angel friend, uh, Angel, uh, was the one who set this up. So I'm like, that was really cool. So then... Uh, Two days ago, so we were at the Mariners game on my birthday, and Chad, I mean, uh, Rev, and all you guys, you saw at one point, I'm like, hey, everybody gather around because I want to, you know, do yeah. a video thing with him because him and I become, I gave him my, my cell phone number. The dad, of course, had it, but I gave, the kids got one so he could still keep in touch with his brothers. He's got Uh-oh. like five brothers and sisters. So we've been text buddies, like 4 a.m. on my birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. And I was nice. like, man, that made me feel so, that was the best birthday wish I'll ever get. Don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> Uh, but man, it was so much fun texting and chatting with him. Uh, so later on that night, we're doing that. And of course, I'm at the Mariners game with, and Ted's like, who are you voice messaging with? And I go, oh, this kid, <laughs> he's at Children's Hospital. And Ted's like, Jesus Christ, Steve, I thought I was going to give you a hard time about something. And here you are doing something nice. <laughs> so the next day, he tags me again, uh, his dad. He goes, and this is kind of cool news because... So the back, quick backstory on Shea, he's got last stage neuroblastoma that is spread throughout his entire body. Um, so they're battling with this stuff, and one of the issues is his liver. He can't get chemo right now because he's having some kid, liver issues. So he's trying these this non-FDA-approved medication that could either do nothing or it could be a miracle drug. Yeah. Obviously, oh, wow. we're all hoping for a miracle. Um, uh, and his dad put a posting up there, and, man, this one, this is this is full circle why I'm hold your head up high you know look for someone that can help bring you up or be the person that can bring somebody up because man this hit me in a way that I, I I can't describe it made me glow for the rest of the day so he says he isn't in the clear but he's doing better and his liver seems to be doing much better nice soon we may start radiation treatment as the final step in this phase of his treatment plan 
It's already been delayed greatly due to these complications. His cancer pain is bad, but this kid is in way better spirits lately, and I love it. He talks about his new friend Steve Miggs now all the time from Rock 99.9 and texts him too. Those simple little things that make a big difference. Thanks, everyone, for the love and support. It has made a big difference. That is amazing. Bro. That is so cool. I can't put it into words, man. This kid helped me get through what was a really, really tough period, and to know that I'm helping him, that's freaking awesome. It's it, it, it's weird because I mean I could just I consider you just a, a normal guy. I've known you for almost a decade. Well, now. I expect you to consider me a superhero. <laughs> but now, yeah, it, you kind of realize that in certain ways you can be. Yes, and you and per- we all can be. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, it's just because you are you know you're Steve Miggs and you're on the radio and you're doing all of this stuff and you have that chance to do that because someone reaches out to you. It doesn't mean that anybody else can't go do that 100 percent agree this isn't about what i do for this kid doesn't listen to the station yeah he has no idea really i hope he does yeah right i mean come on hey look take out that voice box right you need to take out my (laughs) voice box if he's listening to this radio show but it was a guy who saw that he brought good cheer you like this bear i don't need this bear you know how many people have wanted that bear and i constantly say no i've been eyeballing it it since we've gotten (laughs) it (laughs) everybody in this building wants that bear but then I was like, without even a ha- hesitation, I'm like, I'm bringing this bear to this kid as long as his parents are okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been texting buddies. Uh, I sent him random videos. Like, we watched Lulu the other day. And awesome. Lulu, when she gets clean and is drying, she likes to run like a maniac around our house, like just super fast. So I sent them the video. And I even grabbed it just so you could hear this kid's voice. It's just adorable. Maybe I'm just manopause. But <laughs> I want you guys to get an idea. This is this is this kid's personality in a nutshell. I sent him this video. He texts me, but he doesn't text me words. He does the voice. Mm-hmm. He records his voice and texts it to me, which is really cute. Uh, and here's Shay's response to Lulu being crazy. That was a funny video. But she's so fast. <laughs> That's like insane. That is so funny. I wish I could be at your house right now. That'd be really funny to your dog. And she is so fast. Why would you run around like that? Like, that is crazy. Like, that is insane. This is awesome, man. This is, <laughs> is great. He's freaking out in the farm. He's like, I wish I could be at your house, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope there is a day where he can do that because totally. I'm 100%. I'll, I'll pick you up and I'll take you. Like, you're coming over hanging out with Lulu. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, he's a great kid. You know, I'll post. They got a GoFundMe. Um, fortunately, their dad has a good job, but obviously there's other costs. There's and, a lot of metal And medical I, I donated. Expenses. I donated as much as I could at the moment, but I'll probably donate more. But if anyone wants to, if they feel a little bit touched by this story, uh, that's part of also why I wanted to share it. If you could help out, great. If not, no worries. Uh, but I'll put it on the Facebook page at some point today. I got a busy day, which is why it's a short podcast. But then after my busy stuff, I'm going back over there because I, I miss the kid. I yeah. really like. I and and it's it's hard because it's like you don't know what the future holds for somebody like that. You know what I mean? But if I could help keep him happy throughout this crappy time and also bring a little joy joy to the parents or even like a moment where they could get a little bit of a breather yeah, just sure, a little yeah. bit of a relief yeah that dude. means so much for those parents i wish you were there for and i told him like i need to film you giving movie reviews man you're way better than stevie tomatoes <laughs> he gave me a review of jurassic world that was just unbelievable it was oh, like a, oh yeah it was like a 10 minute review where he's standing on a chair and he's like very and sid's dying she's laughing about That's this great. whole thing uh, Sid fell in love with him too. She she says I can't stop thinking about him as well. So 
His birthday's next week. I'm hoping we can spend some time with him on his birthday. But he's bouncing back and forth. Like, he's going to be at uh, Seattle Children's, and then eventually he's going to Spokane. They're from the Tri-Cities. Oh, okay, um, okay. But he's got to go to Spokane. I guess they have a hospital there that's good for some of the stuff that he's dealing with. But it's, it's a long road ahead. It's just nice to hear optimistic news. Absolutely. Especially after last week. What, yeah. what I think all of us have internalized. Um, yeah, yeah, last week it just ended so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that not knowing and then I was looking I was trying to look up information and then I checked out the Migs page and it was there and I was like, Oh Yeah. I mean He's a he's a member of our Facebook page, yeah. the Ryan Kid. Oh, yeah, man. I feel so bad for his mom and his family. And everyone that I see on Facebook's posting he's always a happy go lucky guy. I never would have guessed. And it's like sometimes and, and man, reach out to somebody, people. Reach out to somebody. Let somebody cheer you up. I think it's important to say that. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that situation, Man, don't – who am I to tell you what to do in life? I know everyone makes their decisions, but just think about everybody else in your life and how it's going to impact them forever. You're gone. It's, it doesn't stick with you anymore. You're gone. You're not here. Mom, that's going to live with her for the rest of her life. You've, you've effectively hurt that woman's soul, and that, that, that bothers me. But that's – Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to bring this room into a bummer. That's okay. But yeah. it, it also needed to be addressed. It did. We're not always happy-go-lucky people. Yeah. Um, you know, us or, you know, the douches out there. And so douches. <laughs> and so you need to, I mean, it shows that, you know, it shows that you're a real person. Yeah. Like, if you just came uh, onto the podcast today and it would have just been like, oh, yeah, let's and just do just this and talk about it. we just glossed over it. We didn't even right. talk about let's, it. Let's yeah. race our urine stream. Yeah. Yeah, that would it would be it would be so disingenuous yeah. with all the other things. So it's it's good to talk about it and good yeah, this, to work that stuff out. This is the first time I've actually like got to I haven't even really said anything about it, but I feel like it's very cathartic for me because it's you know, suicide has been something in my life. Yeah. And I haven't really got to uh, share this with anybody else. So it's been really good. And Oh, good. Yeah, good. so thank you for bringing it up. I think we needed to. Yeah. I know it's weird. Yeah. Uh, and I know your story too, Nick, and I, I thought of you when all this was going on because I know it's a uh, – and I think yeah. all of us have had situations where there has been suicide in our world, mm-hmm. and it's devastating. Um, so just look out for each other. And, and – you know, who would have ever thought it would have taken a seven-year-old who needed to be cheered up to be the reason why my life has changed? I mean, he changed so much of my life. Like, the perspective I have on so many things. That's really cool. In one day. Yeah. In one day. It's like, what? Like, I don't want to not stay in touch with this kid. Like, I look forward to it. And But I thought about, like, a guy like Russell Wilson. I don't know how he does it, bro. <laughs> Like yeah. it's 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 hard Every on the week. heart, yeah. To, and 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 you constantly hear these stories of girls and kids that he meets there, and like he said yes to being a one little girl's Grand, uh, godfather, godfather, and yeah. then she passes like the next day, and yet he still puts. And that's why when people question his motives, you know, some people are like it's about his brand, it's about that, and it pisses me off because it's like once, yeah, maybe. Every Tuesday since college, this guy has been doing. That's just way like too this. much emotion to be doing it for a brand, right? Yeah. One death yeah. would make you not want to do it ever again. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you have even like an ounce of a heart, one. But this guy, and whatever it may be, may, yeah, maybe it is good for his his image. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the only. If that might be, that's a side effect of what he's 100%. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's just. People, you know, seeing him do that. But, I mean, look at what Russell Wilson does every week. 
If he was a garbage man, I think he'd be doing this stuff. Like I said, he did it when he was in college, man. And then with the, when there's nothing on the line. Right. When you And it wasn't like he was being touted as the next big thing coming out of college. Let's not forget when he was drafted. Yeah. The dude, the dude, at most people's perspective, were like, maybe he'll make the practice squad. Maybe he would be like a B.J. Daniels. Yeah, he yeah. was one of the guys that gave the Hawks such a, a bad record. Like on their draft uh, scorecard, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's like, him. oh, in this report, you get a D for Anybody that. remember Matt Flynn? Yeah, I think he was supposed to start that year, right? Ask all those people who <laughs> dropped over 100 bucks on his jersey. They remember Matt Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will say, in my opinion, Russell Wilson, it looks like he needs to like have some sex or something. <laughs> Are you going to be one month. of those guys? Yeah, absolutely. He earned but his sex. He... I was at the game last night. Oh, and you were? Everybody in the stands. That's, that's what the they joke. were talking about. Oh, man, I don't think he, everyone needs understands. to hold his balls better. Dude, I think his offensive line needs to figure it out, man. That guy's yeah, going to get that too. I thought he it was the Russell Wilson show up until the Cam Chancellor moment and the fumble uh, that almost cost them the game. Yeah. But Wilson's making chicken salad out of chicken poop that entire <laughs> game. No, totally. Like, how? That, that, that touchdown pass, because I didn't get to watch the whole game, but I saw that uh-huh. first one to, to Baldwin. Oh, that was so beautiful. And then the run beforehand. Like, he, was running before for his, it. he was running for his damn yeah. life, but he yeah. was just making great, great plays just to keep going. And at the end of the game, third and two, everyone's thinking they're just going to run to help Dude, kill the clock. That and was all awesome. This, and again, another scramble play, and again, it goes to Jermaine Curse. Yeah. Ah. Oh. No, I was totally with them until I was listening to the radio on the way back to post game. And uh-huh. I'm like, he was 20 for 26, and if he wouldn't have got six, uh, sacked six times, then he would have been over 300 yards passing. Oh, my like, gosh. And who okay. knows if he would have – I mean, yeah. that, that last fumble was all because of the collapse of his O-line. Right, yeah. I mean, that was just ridiculous. And, you get some and, big and the other fumble was an, a, a, a botched snap from Noah. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember that one. Yeah. Man, I, yeah, dude, they got to get. I know that. Look, I know it's early and it's all about chemistry. And we saw this last year. The O line finally gelled at the end. But man, how many more years is he gonna have to deal with this bunch of new guys that don't know what the f they're doing? Yeah. That eventually get good, but I know that's. I'm just like, man, we're like turning defensive linemen into offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the things that always drives me nuts too is like because I'm watching and it's the only time I ever see. Okung is when he's getting uh, when he's getting a flag, usually for a false start. So I don't want to be that guy being like, "What are you doing?" Because there's so much that he does when it's not right. You know, it's not doing that. He's but at the same time, I'm just like, "Come on, <laughs> just protect the guy, please." <laughs> right. The few times where he did have all the time in the world, man, he looks. Oh, it was awesome. Could you imagine Wilson with an amazing O line? I mean, I don't know how this team could be stopped. Granted, You'd be like Aaron Rodgers back there all day. <laughs> no kidding, man. No kidding. Uh, thankfully, they squeaked out the win. Yeah. And uh, I want to give yeah props to um, Jordan Hill because Jordan Hill was one the Seahawks player that FaceTimed my little buddy Shay. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, someone on the Sounders did too. I can't remember his name. But, That's cool. Uh, that that was cool. And how about of all people, Manti Teow also. What? Nice. That's yeah. random. Well, Angel's a San Diego girl, and I guess she's friends with Manti okay. somehow. Cool. Okay, okay. Did they FaceTime or was it really Manti? <laughs> 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 yep. It's just a blank screen. Yeah. I just said, I swear, this is Manti Teo. <laughs> oh, man. No good deed goes without criticism. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's you that wrote about Ted the movie. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Scandal. All right, well, you know what? We got to get rolling pretty soon, so why don't we just do Facebook drama, and uh, we'll, we'll call it a day. Hola. Hola.
Hola, señores, señoritas. We have returned once again to listen to Listy Mix as he takes us to a time when all the bitches gather on the Facebook. They describe of Becky being a slut dog. Carl having a weird STD. But there's one thing always depend on is the fact that a titanic douche will see it and send it so we can read Facebook drama. My timer went off saying do Facebook drama. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I had it all planned out. Look at uh, that. Great schedule. timing. Yeah. For once we're on schedule. <laughs> all right. Facebook drama. This is our opportunity to point out some of the stupidity that's happening on Facebook. Oddly enough, this one is a football related one. Must have been posted just a couple of days earlier. Thank you to Mark who sent us this via screenshot. Uh, he's got some interesting friends. Um, and uh, you'll understand why Toppy is playing the role uh, that he's going to be playing when he starts talking. Trust me. There's a certain line in there that is quintessential top shelf. Mm. All right. Playing the role of Kaylee will be me. Rev, you'll be Art. Toppy, you are Mindy. And Re- and Nick. And Nick, you will be Mac. All right. <clears throat> Go Hawks first. I'm going to throw that out there. I hate football. Everybody turns into such a- during football season. There's more important things to talk about, people. While you guys are worrying about the Hawks tomorrow night, children all over the world will be wondering when they're going to find their next meal. Sounds like you're drinking again, Kaylee. You always get super psychotic when you drink. The only redeeming quality when you drink is that when you want a booty call. So if you want to give it up at the end of the night, text me. I'd love to see you as long as you don't talk. Hashtag go Hawks. I'm so excited for the Hawks game. Kaylee, you need to loosen up with a fat J and a bottle of Crown. I'm getting hammered at C-Link tomorrow. Woohoo! I'm not drunk, D-Bags. How dare you talk to me like I'm some kind of streetwalker. And for the record, you're the type of person I'm talking about, Mindy. All you care about is the Hawks. You know there's also Syrian refugees starving to death in Europe? Damn, Kelly, I remember when you used to be all kinds of fine and all kinds of fun. What happened to the girl who used to flash her tatas to random old people just because it was the epic thing to do? I hate the new Kaylee. You are so right, Mac. Just because you want to save the world, Kaylee, doesn't mean you have to be a jackass to people while doing it. You have slept with me and Mac. I feel like we can keep it real with you. If we can't tell you how it is, then nobody can. What happened to the girl who used to light her farts on fire just to make the whole classroom laugh? I miss that chick. Hashtag RIP, Kaylee. All I'm saying is this. I'm drunk and buzzed and will gladly light my farts on fire. LOL. Real nice, guys. Way to be irresponsible. Talking about lighting your farts on Facebook not only is dangerous, but it's a horrible message to send the kids. Children have died trying to light their farts on fire. Oh, my God. Who is this, Kaylee? That is like the stick in the mud. (laughs) Right. And then Mindy's just the the, the girl just being like, pay attention to me, guys. I want sex. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'll light my farts on fire and you can have sex with me. Yay. (laughs) I didn't say that. 
No, that's <laughs> very just true. a fat J and a bottle of crown. <laughs> that's how Toppy rolls. Right. Oh, yeah. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Migs Catch. Please vote for us on the best of Western Washington. Sure. Yeah. I promise I won't make it into a big to-do on the podcast, but you might see some posts every once in a while on Facebook. I do want to win. I feel like we can win this year. Ooh. Let's make it special, boys and girls. Just don't light your farts on fire. That'll hurt the children. Yep. All right. For the Rev, Mono Nick, Top Shelf. Yeah. For our new little buddy, Shay. You. Yeah. Much love to you, buddy. And much love to everybody who listens to this podcast. We do appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, on our KSW Facebook page, or on our MigsCast Facebook page for all the stuff that you've been saying. All the, the the willingness to be there for everybody is pretty damn awesome. Y'all are badass. Right. All right. So we'll catch you next week. I believe next week we'll be back to normal. Who knows? <laughs> what we'll, is normal? We'll, exactly. We'll make the best of whatever we can, and we appreciate you guys sticking by us when we do. All right. Stay positive and suck it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.